Less stress. More time. More money. Welcome to the Cashflow Contractor. Interview. What's up, Cashflow Contractors? I've got a great episode coming up with Sean Glessing of Sean's Cabinetry in Minnesota. And we did a growth foundation for his company. Uh, it took us about four or five weeks, and we were able to build them a new website, implement their CRM so that they would actually use it, connect all of their accounts and integrations for the CRM, as well as just getting all of their accounts set up in general. So we had a great time doing it, and we really feel like it was an impact to their business. This is a great conversation that I hope you'll find value in of understanding more about the impact of the Growth Foundation on a, on a business and for a contractor specifically. So if you have any questions about the Growth Foundation after listening to this episode, feel free to get in touch with me through the show notes. Uh, and you can also schedule a meeting to work on your Growth Foundation right away. But yeah, check it out. And thanks for listening. Sean, excited to have you on the podcast. Excited to be here, Khalil. Yeah, you've been listening for a couple of years. We shouted out Jace just a couple of episodes from your shop. Uh, but yeah, now we've got you on. Uh, this is your first podcast to be on? It is, yeah. Excited, man. Well, we're doing a little bit of a different episode today, and we're talking more about the Growth Foundation uh, that we offer as a case study because we just finished yours uh, for Sean's cabinetry, what, a month ago? So as we get into this, let's just get a little bit of an introduction about you and, and your business. Yeah, so my name's Sean Glessing with Sean's Cabinetry in Tokato, Minnesota. Uh, we do high-end custom cabinetry uh, focusing on the residential side primarily. Uh, and I really got my start at a young age. My dad was a carpenter, so I was following him around since I could walk. Um, <laughs> and then in high school, I took a shop class and I fell in love with the woodworking side. So I was like, I want to just obsessed, you know, want to learn everything about cabinets and how do you put this stuff together? How do you finish it? Um, and just be the best at that. And then when I kind of got to 25 or so, I felt pretty good about the skill that we had and what we were doing. And now it's like, how do we grow the business? How do we scale people? How do we scale marketing? And that's what led us to you is to help us with the marketing piece. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, you've got such a cool story and I mean, we have another episode with Martin on it that's releasing soon. Uh, that tells a lot more about your story and how you got started, but really admire how you've grown your business and your evolution as a business owner. And you absolutely have put in so much work on the production side and you've got a fantastic shop that's doing great work in Minnesota, but you've also been a great business owner and have always been looking to increase efficiency, run things more smoothly and grow your business in a strategic manner. Um, and so I'm really, it was a pleasure working with you. You know, most times whenever we do a growth foundation with someone, they don't really have much in place. And the reality is you actually had a good amount. You were, you'd been running ads through another agency that you were working with. Uh, you'd been, you know, posting to social media. You actually went viral on Instagram yeah. at one point and that still seeing some fruit from that. Uh, you've been interviewed in different magazines and gotten some PR. You were already on Trello for your project management software, already using HubSpot in a capacity as your CRM. And so things were running. What was the, you know, wh why did you reach out about the Growth Foundation, even though some of these things were kind of already still there in some capacity? That's a great question. So I, I sort of felt like it was all there, but it was kind of pieced together and broken apart and it really wasn't flowing together great. 
So a lot of what, you know, we worked together on was streamlining those processes. Yes, we were using HubSpot, you know, when we felt like it, right? But now, but it was so hard. It was difficult to use it because I was having to triple, double, triple enter data where now the email is flowing into HubSpot. The, the dial pad that we set up where you, your team helped set up is now going right into HubSpot. So we're getting all that cohesion within the platform because otherwise it's just another thing you have to enter, right? And we're already swamped. So we want to make that, we wanted to make that easy for all of our sales team and myself to do. Um, and you really helped with that. Yeah. How has it been the past month or so since we set it up or is the team bought into using it or how active are they on it? Yeah. Well, everyone's totally sold on using it because it makes their lives easier, right? We're not having to chase each other down to get answers. It's in the CRM. Um, and, and has there, I've, you know, as the owner, I've had to say, Hey, make sure that gets in HubSpot, make sure it gets in HubSpot. You have to hold your team accountable. Uh, but that's with anything new, right? And, and you yeah. gotta hold yourself accountable to learn it, right? Cause it is a lot to learn. Um, but it's nothing you can't, you, you can't handle. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a big point that you make is if you're not modeling it and you're asking your team to do it, then they're not going to buy in. But because you, you've bought in as the, the owner and the leader of your company, it's easier for them to buy in because they are able to model your behavior. I think also something that we were able to work on was not just setting up the HubSpot for you, but really customizing it to how it works internally for you. And that led to a little bit of changes. Uh, in the past, everything for you was on Trello and you guys made a, a great use of it um, and, and set it up very well. But some things have changed since we incorporated HubSpot. What are some of the changes that, you know, you've, you've have as a shop after implementing HubSpot, uh, how did, how has your Trello changed? What does that look like for you guys as a company? Well, you guys were able to integrate with our current production, you know, so we can keep Trello on production and installers use it all the time. Um, so we're able to use that Zapier integration to do that and keep it seamless, but on the front end. We're using HubSpot exclusively. And so it replaced Trello for, for me basically. Uh, and it just flows a lot better. I mean, it's just, there's li those little things that you can't really even explain that just make it your day go by easier, your, your workflow better. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, the growth foundation, one aspect of it is your, your software is your tech stack, your accounts. But on the other side of it, we made a strategic decision that uh, really impacts your business going forward uh, around your messaging and identity. And before on the website, you had a, you had a good website. You actually got compliments on it. I would I would say primarily for pictures too. You had great photos of projects that you'd done. Uh, but something that we were intentional about was your messaging and really targeting homeowners uh, specifically to work directly with them. Not that you don't work with builders or do commercial projects, but we really if you go to your website, you would think that it might be only exclusively homeowners. Tell me a little bit about the decision. Why is, was that a good decision for you? And it's also not just homeowners, but a specific type of cabinetry too. Well, and I'll add this too, is, you know, we were, we were between your firm and another firm, you know, who do we hire as the marketing agency that we want? And I think a couple of years ago, you and I had a conversation and it was probably a little bit early then, but you laid down some ideas and you know, your creativity, it, it always stuck with me as like, that was a value add two years ago. 
I'm going to keep your consideration, you know, when we do need to make that decision. So first of all, just you guys as a team, it, it gets so awesome to work with people who are willing to do the content writing, uh, because you guys kind of got inside our heads and said, what do you do? You know, you guys are the experts at what you do, but we just want to get it out of your brain and put it on paper. And I feel like you feel like you guys did a great job at executing that. So our content is speaking to our homeowners that are coming on the site and have genuine questions, concerns, you know, on how does the process work? You know, how, why do I want to go custom versus, you know, big box store? And so your guys' content creation on that has been a huge, huge game changer. Awesome. Uh, thanks for, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. We, we really try to get out of you, your expertise and get it onto to paper onto your website. As far as the decision to go with a specific niche like that, and it's not too specific, but going down into, you're doing uh, frameless cabinetry primarily, and that's your focus and residential homeowners as your focus. Tell us about that. Is, is that a hard decision for you to kind of niche down to not really market towards the commercial jobs or the, you know, face frame cabinetry that's out there? Uh, and how is that going to impact your business going forward? Yeah, that's, uh, that was tough initially. Right. And I think through our conversations, just learning about more about marketing and how we really want to identify a customer persona and, you know, say, this is the person we want to speak to, uh, that is the, that is the game changer for me where it's like, okay, that makes total sense. We need one story. We got to tell the, the homeowner you know, Susie, that's looking for a kitchen, right? Uh, and we need to answer her questions. A builder, a contractor, we can always do funnels down the road for, for those clients, but they kind of know how the process works already and we don't need to educate them. Right. Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, yeah, as homeowners get more advanced, as they get educated through content online, as, uh, you know, they feel more empowered, they're going to be reaching out to people like you to do their kitchen directly. And that's also an opportunity for you to have more margin in your jobs, uh, rather than going through the builder to bid the job, going directly to the homeowner, you usually will have a higher margin on that work, even though it, your processes do have to be optimized for it, right? To handle the customer conversations and deal directly with them rather than with just a bid to the builder. Uh, it is a little bit more work, but you get paid, uh, at a higher rate for that work as well. So, uh, all in all, I think the growth foundation has been helpful for you, but I, I want to hear from you. Like, do you feel like it's leading you in the right direction after investing in that growth foundation? And what would be your, you know, advice to somebody who's considering maybe doing the growth foundation, but unsure? I would say you just got to dive in and do it. You know, if you don't have marketing, um, I mean, it, it depends on your business goals too, I should say. For us, we've got yeah. aggressive goals and we want to grow. We want to get known and we want to be the best out there. So for us, it makes makes perfect sense. You know, is it is it a tough decision? Sure. I mean, it, it good things cost money and and there's definitely value within that because the foundation gives you just that, right? It, now we can build on it and we can continue to, to build out funnels and sequence email campaigns and just a whole, whole nother world that we can keep going with. Um, but you got to have a foundation. So I would highly recommend 
doing it. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Excited for, for you to build on this foundation. Um, you know, whether that's through the things that we do or just stuff that you do internally, I, I think that it's going to be a, a helpful thing for your marketing efforts, for your sales efforts, and just for your growth in general. So, uh, man, I really appreciate having you on the podcast, Sean, and just wanted to keep this brief and, and share about the growth foundation. Anything else that you want to add before we head out? You know, just, uh, just really excited about the marketing and learning, you know, there's just so much to learn with it. Um, and, and I'm really excited to have you guys as a partner in the space and excited to keep working together. Excellent. Well, thanks for being on Sean. Uh, and yeah, excited for people to hear your, your episode with Martin and I, uh, and hear more about your story beyond just this growth foundation that we've done, uh, in the recent months. So yeah, thanks for being on and, uh, we'll catch up soon. Yep. Sounds great. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Sean. Hey, Cashflow Contractors. I hope that you enjoyed that case study with Sean Glessing of Sean's Country in Minnesota. Uh, just so thankful for Sean. Also check out his full episode that we recorded on his story. Uh, he's a great uh, leader in the cabinet space, but also just a great entrepreneur and business owner. Uh, if you really enjoyed the Growth Foundation and you're interested in learning more about what it is, or just ready to get started on getting your Growth Foundation set for your business, you can fill out the meeting link uh, form below. It's linked. Instead of a meeting directly with me, we'll talk about your strategy, understand what would be best for your business. And if it makes sense to do the Growth Foundation, we can get set up to do so in about a month. So uh, yeah, hope that you enjoy it. Would love to do the Growth Foundation with you and hope that you're having less stress, more time and more money in your business. Thanks.